Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Margaret Morris. She's the founder of Triad Speech Consultants. She is an English communication coach for STEM professionals who are ready to accelerate their career. Margaret, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Amy. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So can you share your journey with us and how you became a communication coach? Sure. I am a speech-language pathologist by training. That's what I got my college degrees in. I really didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I loved being with kids, and I liked being with small groups of kids. Speech-language pathology is a terrific career. I got to work with so many interesting adults and kids who I love dearly. I worked with kids for over 30 years, And I decided it was time to get off the little chairs and do something different. So I became an accent modification specialist and business communication coach. I live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And Winston-Salem, over 20 years, has gotten so much more diverse. We have a lot of terrific researchers and doctors and nurses here, as well as other technology-based careers here in Winston-Salem. So I thought this would be a great time to help professionals here accelerate their career. Communication is always one of the top skills needed to get to the next level in your career. So I thought that I would love that job and be good at it. If somebody feels like their communication is a bottleneck for their success, how do you help them? All right. Well, first, if they are thinking communication is their bottleneck, I have two suggestions that don't cost any money or not much time. Number one is to evaluate and decide when is it that communication is holding you back? The second is to talk to a supervisor or a friend that will give you honest advice and will tell you what parts of your communication do you really need to improve. Then after you've gathered that information, then look to find what you can do to accelerate your communication. There are lots of different ways. You can get an individualized coach like myself. You could go to all sorts of different programs. Some would be free some cost money. The fastest way to accelerate your communication is with an individualized coach. All coaches will meet with you for free and hear about the challenges you're having and then describe a program, a possible program that will work for you. If somebody is struggling with an accent and maybe struggling with people understanding them and that sort of thing, what are some tips for them to speak more American? The first thing is pause after you say important pieces of information. You do not need to speak slower. It's the pauses that you are likely missing. So pause where you would find a comma in a written sentence and pause at the end of a sentence. Then you can ask the people, 
what information can I elaborate on for you? Would you like me to repeat anything? That's really interesting that you say about the pauses, because when I was learning, I used to live in Italy many years ago. And when I was learning um, Italian, just by being there and talking to somebody else that later came to America that I was friends with, that was then learning, it was switched. And we were having that conversation about when you speak Italian, you don't stop. There's no pauses. And um, with English, we speak our punctuation. I love that we speak our punctuation. I've got to remember that, Amy. You're right. We do. And that is the part that is so difficult. When people don't speak their pronunciation, then we don't understand them. The English without the punctuation doesn't have the intonation, the rhythm, the melody that we're expecting and that carries so much meaning. Yeah, definitely. So what are some other cultural considerations to think about when improving your like American English communication? Because I know that American English is very different than say UK and I, and I, some people struggle with that as well. Some key areas to improve with American English pronunciation are number one, what are the key words or phrases you want to use? So what are specific to your industry or to your social interactions? work on those. Work on a couple of consonants and a couple of vowels. Often it helps to have a keyword. If you have a word that you always mispronounce, you could come up with a keyword that you always say correctly. I had a client, he couldn't ever remember his daughter's friend's name, which was Kylie. So I said, okay, that's easy. The keyword is hi. Now, each time you say Hi, Kylie. And he from then on got it right and did not call Kylie Kaylee. He always got it correct. So that's one thing that can help you with your English. We all have different cultural considerations. I have different cultural considerations because I grew up in the Chicago area than Amy has because she grew up in some other area. So when we move to a new area, that area has different cultural considerations and it can take a while to figure out what's going on. You can do some reading and some researching. Some important considerations for American English are, we expect you to speak loud enough for us to hear you. We don't mind if you speak loudly even if we might be older or more superior to you, we want to hear you. That is very different than Asian culture, where it's in fact considered impolite if you speak loudly to an older person. So that's an important thing. Another thing is we don't mind you telling us a little bit about yourself. We don't mind you blowing your own horn, saying some accomplishment that you have achieved, which is very different than Asian culture. We want you to contribute to meetings. Consider your company has hired you because you are so smart and talented and they want to hear your ideas so they can advance their company. In the United States, we're a melting pot, meaning you know that we have people from all over the world and we have very different experiences. That means we want some information spelled out for us. We want the details. 
don't assume that we have the information. Start at the beginning and then we can let you know if we don't need all the details. If you're unsure that you supplied everything, you can again ask at the end, is there something you'd like me to elaborate on? So what are some things that someone can say when they're not sure how to answer immediately? We all would rather hear an organized response, right? Than one that is disorganized. And our brain takes a little while to think. So don't worry about that. So some things you could say are, I need a moment to organize my response. You could say, interesting question, great idea. You cannot say that to every question though. Another one you could say is, let me check again what you're asking. I want to be sure to supply you with the correct information. By using these statements, you are giving your brain a little time, important time to organize what you're going to say. It helps to have a few of these phrases in your back pocket so that you can pull them out when you need it. Sometimes you are not going to be able to organize your response. And then be honest. You might say, I have some ideas on this topic, but I want to gather further information, further data, so I can give you a better response. Could we set up a meeting for later today or tomorrow? Those are some ideas of how you can gain a little bit of time to formulate your response. In what ways do you help professionals with creating better presentations and also interviews? Presentations and interviews are all about storytelling and engaging your audience. So using frameworks for both presentations and interviewing helps. You need to figure out what's your beginning, what's your reason for telling to giving this presentation or sharing this information in an interview. Our attention spans are so short. Before the pandemic, we were about level with a, a goldfish, which was eight seconds. I bet we're down to four seconds now. So when you're speaking, you need to be engaging. You need to gear your information to your audience so it's helpful. When you are interviewing, it's really helpful to have some stories ready to go that highlight your skills. I highly recommend looking up the STAR format for answering interview questions. This will help you be really prepared and to tell a succinct and effective story to help you get that next job. Can you share some of your client success stories with us? I've had a, a lot, of course, but I have two women that came to me separately. They happen to both be from China. We started the program thinking that we, I was improve, going to help them improve their English and their business communication skills. At session number three out of 10, they both said, you know, I think I want to look for a new job and I might have an interview in, in two weeks, at which point we made a pivot and we worked on those interview stories. We still worked on English, working on making sure they are pronouncing their industry-specific words clearly. We worked on them showing through stories 
the skills they have for being a team leader, solving problems. They both had to give a fairly lengthy presentation, and I'm happy to say they both got the jobs they desired. They got huge pay increases, 30% or more, and they're really happy with their new situation. I wanna tell one other story that doesn't relate to accent modification, but relates to the power of communication. I hope that's okay. Yeah. This story um, is about a little boy I had, and I wanted him to surprise his parents by saying, I love you. So we sk sang Skidamarinky Dinky Dink over and over and over. That, in that song, you say, I love you. Sometimes he did not like that song, but I thought this would be so great. One morning, his mom walked into my office with a stern face and said, have you were working on saying I love you with Johnny? And I sheepishly said, yes. I said, it was a surprise. And she said, oh, it was a surprise. All right. Last night when we put Johnny to bed, he said, I love you. What a difference that made for Johnny and his family to be able to communicate that and then think about how that transformed his life, the other people in his life that he loved, his grandparents, his aunts and uncles, his teachers. Communication advancement increases everybody's life, whether you're a little boy like Johnny or you're a mid-level person and you want to become an executive. I love that. What do you think has been your truth that has gotten you this far in your journey? I love seeing people be more successful. In fact, seeing someone else get something is more rewarding than me to get getting something. The one client said to me, I just thought this was the way I communicated. I had no idea I could change. <laughs> I think that for our world to be successful, we truly have to hear from everyone, regardless of whether your capabilities, such as Johnny, learning how to say, I love you, to a high executive. And the only way our world is going to be successful is if we take time to listen to everyone. So as a communication coach, I get to help people all over the world advance their communication so they have more fun, they contribute more to their community, to their company, and to their families. And I just love seeing that. It just totally motivates me to get on Zoom meeting with someone else and help them advance their communication. If you were able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out, what would it be? My first piece of advice is that starting a business is not a sprint, nor a marathon. It's kind of like 10 or a million Ironmans. You have to keep going, keep learning new skills, keep on pushing. And you have to pace yourself because you cannot work 18 hours a day. You still have to have time to sleep for your family, for yourself. So you have to pace yourself. The best way to get to the next level is finding the right 
course or coach. I was very fortunate when I started out my business. I landed with some great coaching and in a great accelerator. Later, I struggled with finding the right coach that really understood what I did, who my niche was, how to market to them, and how to create a program that would be best for them. Once I found that right coach, my business took off. So looking for the right program and the right coach that's going to match up with your business is, is key to success. I love that. I absolutely agree. If there are individuals that are listening uh, today and they would like to get a hold of you to work with you, what's the best way to contact you? All right. You can find me on LinkedIn under Margaret F, F as in Frank Morris. You can email me at Margaret, Margaret at triadspeech.com. And you can check out my website, triadspeech.com. Perfect. And I'll put those links down below. Margaret, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise today. Thank you very much, Amy. I really appreciate the opportunity and I've really loved getting to know you better. Yeah. And if you are listening and you'd like more information about this podcast or upcoming shows, you can visit a call to thrive.com. Thank you everyone. And have a wonderful week.